what's up everyone welcome back to the citrus diaries podcast i am back this week after taking a little break last week i was so burnt out with school i literally could not think of something to possibly talk about even though i have a list i like could not come up with ideas for each so we're back this week and i'm just gonna do like a chit chat podcast episode like no real set topic but like kind of a set topic because I feel like maybe that will be more interesting to have every once in a while plus you guys said on Instagram that when you listen to podcasts you listen to more like low-key casual type setting podcasts so that's what I'm gonna go with for this week and we'll see how it goes and maybe I'll just continue with this from now on so kind of trying to figure out the groove of this podcast and like what I really want it to be but I know I'm definitely gonna have some guests on in the coming weeks which will be really exciting talking about various different subjects um with fashion and sustainability and food and literally anything and everything so if you're listening to this and you want to be on the podcast hit me up um and I would love to have you on so literally right before I sat down to record this episode I made vegan mac and cheese and while I was making it I was like thinking to myself I was like oh my gosh like a year ago I was like going through my whole thing of like trying to find replacements for my entire diet because I went dairy-free and gluten-free overnight and at the same time in the beginning I also wasn't eating any grains under the care of a holistic nutritionist that I was seeing for migraines and it was so wild literally like went to the appointment and she was like yeah you need to cut all this out and I was just like okay and the next day we went to Whole Foods, my mom and I, and went down every single aisle and was like finding replacements for every common food that you would eat. And it was definitely trial and error, but we also like hit it off like with some items right at first because um, my roommate in New York is celiac. So she had a lot of recommendations and I also like kind of knew from seeing her cook and Three of my best friends at home, they are all, or not all, but they eat like dairy-free and gluten-free stuff too. So they had a lot of recommendations, which definitely helped. So if you're going through something similar, a support network, or at least people who like have been through what you're going through is super helpful. Um, But yeah, just like switching products was so crazy because I didn't really have any knowledge of like anything. And I didn't do research beforehand, which I guess I should have, but I was so desperate for my migraines to stop because I was, prior to that, was getting them every single day for six to eight hours and yeah, um, couldn't do it any longer. So yeah, I switched everything overnight. And in the beginning, I remember like all the gluten-free stuff was pretty easy because it's basically just like bread, crackers, and pasta, and some snacks. And I feel like that whole market of stuff, you can't really go wrong. Like maybe it's not the best, but at least like tastes good I don't know like it's manageable like you could use it until it's gone and then like go find something better but finding like dairy-free like cheese and yogurt and sour cream like stuff like that oh my gosh it was so much harder because there's so many disgusting ones out there and I remember like in the very beginning um when I was doing all this my boyfriend and I were like oh we're gonna make pizza and I hadn't really like done a ton with dairy-free cheese yet so we got a Daya one without like really knowing anything about how gross it is and um one of the cauliflower crusts for the pizza and I remember we made it and we were both like 
this is horrible <laughs> the cheese was like it stuck to your mouth and it had the worst taste I remember it came out of the bag and it was wet and I literally thought to myself like I cannot do this because before that I well I still do I love cheese and that was definitely kind of weird to give up because all the alternatives taste like cheese but like not really like my boyfriend loves cheese and he always thinks they're like pretty gross except for a couple of them so yeah cheese was definitely the hardest but everything else was like manageable I also feel like in the past year so like all of 2020 the whole vegan cheese market has grown exponentially and there's so many more options even just like varieties and different brands I feel like there's so many that have popped up that aren't just like the usual ones that have been here for the past 10 years that were the very beginning brands so there's definitely more options but just like finding all of them is so hard and um I'll shop at the Whole Foods at, by my parents house in Pennsylvania and I'll also go to the one by my apartment in New York City and just like the products are different between there so I'll find something I like and then it's like no longer available it's like okay cool whatever or I'll find something online and shipping is like 40 bucks because it has to be shipped in like a cold container with dry ice and the whole works so yeah it's constant struggle which isn't really a struggle that sounds so annoying of me to say but um I definitely found from all of this that I love cooking which I guess is one positive of having to change my whole diet and that's basically what started the blog and also COVID because I was like well I have nothing else to do so I might as well write about what's going on I don't know the whole like holistic medicine thing like it definitely did work for me with my migraines because the whole I think it was mainly like the whole diet that really helped them because I found out afterwards like I definitely cannot tolerate gluten and dairy stuff so I think it's a trigger for me stomach wise and migraine wise so that was really helpful to know to cut out but throughout that whole I would say it was probably like 10 months of me going through all of that like going to see the holistic doctor every single month she would put me on a different supplement plan and let me tell you supplements are so expensive I mean I'm sure most people listening to this maybe know that but it would be like over $100 every month for supplements and me and my parents were like, well, I guess if it's going to help, like we'd be spending this much on medication anyway, so might as well try it. Um, the supplements, I, they work, I don't know, it's hard to tell with supplements if they're really working or not because it's not really some outward change you can see. It's like fixing stuff inside your body and also she was treating other issues besides just migraines and she did um like body testing if anyone's familiar with that on me which like pulled up a bunch of different things that she gave me supplements for and it was just so tiring after the 10 months I was like okay I feel like I've hit a plateau with supplements and it's just not working anymore so I just kind of like stopped I mean I didn't just stop I told her and like we talked about it and now I'm just on like a maintenance plan but if you're going that whole route of supplements with like either on your own or with the help of like a holistic doctor, definitely do your own personal research outside of what someone tells you because I found that one thing throughout this whole process is like she would just give me supplements and I'd have to like basically agree while I was sitting there that like, okay, yeah, that's fine and I didn't really have time to do outward research before purchasing everything because not that she obviously not that she like pressured me to buy things but I felt like well if she says it's okay then like I should start taking it um but now looking back on it I 
probably should have done more independent research and like talk to other people and just like seeing what else is out there because now that I'm kind of past that whole stage of like all the supplements I'm doing my own research on supplements and I've started like taking some for like various things and I realized like oh I probably should have been taking these all along and got super mad the other night because I was like well why didn't this woman ever tell me like oh you should be taking like turmeric because it's really good for inflammation it's also like one of the best things you can take for migraines when they hit and it helps lessen the pain or I also take feverfew every day and that's like the supplement for migraines but none of that was ever recommended so I have my gripes with the whole thing but it definitely did help um if you guys have any questions about holistic medicine and like what I went through, I'd love to do like a question and answer about it on next week's podcast episode. So I'll probably put something up on my story um, today on Tuesday when it goes live so you guys can respond and ask me all the questions because I don't want to like ramble on and on about it and like make this my only personality trait on this podcast. But it's also like super interesting to talk about and I haven't really found anyone else who has gone through exactly what I've gone through with it um not saying my experience is unique I just haven't found like a group of people who have gone through the whole supplement thing um month to month so if that's you please reach out because I'd love to talk to you but yeah I I did have issues with like holistic medicine also because to get real um I take birth control every month and well not every month I take it every day every month okay anyway um and like this woman like made it her passion to like try to convince me to stop taking it and after a while I was just like it felt like it was more of an ethics thing than like a oh it's gonna make you feel better like if you stop taking it like obviously I'm aware that birth control has a ton of negative side effects and is probably contributing to a lot of my issues but the issues are manageable now and I feel like I can stay on it at least for the next three years and I'll be fine but she like made it her mission to like try to get me off of it and it just like I would walk out of appointments and feel so bad that I was on it because I'm like well if I don't get off of it does that mean like I don't care about how I feel or like I'm never gonna reach my top level of wellness whatever that even means and yeah it was just annoying like it just really pissed me off every single time because I was like well you know, you can follow modern medicine and still take part in holistic medicine. And it's like, it's okay for those two to coexist. Like, they don't have to be so separate from each other. And obviously, like, after this whole experience, I've kind of realized, like, traditional medicine and my body just don't go well together for whatever reason. I always get all the horrible side effects and literally none of the benefits. But for a lot of other people, that's not true. So, I see people on Instagram too being like, oh, if you take like modern medicine antibiotics, like you're killing your gut microbiome and like you're never going to be healthy and like blah, blah, blah. And it's like, come on, like not everyone has the privilege to not be on medications ever again. There's some conditions and issues people face that cannot just immediately be solved with holistic medicine. And there's a lot of people who don't buy into that because they're like, well, like medicine's what's causing the problems. It's like, okay, fine, but you can't, you can't say that for every single thing. I remember seeing this Instagram post, like, sometime in the middle of the pandemic, and it was, like, 
how to cure COVID or like how to not get COVID and it was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. It literally was just like drink celery juice, take these these four supplements, like pray and you'll be fine and I was like that's such bad information to be pushing out to a lot of impressionable young people who can fall easily into that trap of oh like I can just like not worry about vaccines and medicine that could help me and I don't need to worry about this deadly disease because like my green juice has my back and while those things are great to take and like can obviously make you feel better we also like need to err on the side of caution with all of it and realize that vaccines are still necessary because maybe you believe in holistic medicine but your neighbor may not and you still need to be vaccinated that's all I'm going to say about that because I've seen some crazy stuff on Instagram about people who were anti-vax and like pro-holistic medicine and it's just ridiculous to me but I'm not going to ramble about it because I could go on and on but I'm sure you guys have seen the posts and the infographics about all of it. I don't know that whole thing is just so there's so much to all of it and then I realized like after I like stopped going to this woman um I joined, well, this was only like a couple weeks ago, but like I started thinking about it before this, but I joined this like community wellness group um, from this wellness meme page that I follow, um, which has been really cool because I've met a lot of people who are, have similar interests to me and are into wellness and all of that, but there's so many supplements that people take that I had literally no idea about and I feel like I should have known about because they probably could have helped me and I probably could have done most of this on my own, but it's also not without saying that if you're doing something like this and you're taking supplements and you're changing your diet very dramatically, like you should be seeing a nutritionist and you should have people who know what you're doing and are aware of the changes you're making to your lifestyle because it can go wrong so fast. Like, Luckily, when I was like a teenager, I was not on YouTube and like didn't see all of the crazy food combining um, high carb, low fat influencers on YouTube um, because I've seen through that community group like how much damage those influencers have caused through people's own stories and everything. And I'm so glad I was not subjected to any of that because even like going through the whole like changing my diet, I realized like, wow, if I was doing this like without supervision, without research, like all of that, um, it could definitely take a wrong turn and you could just continue to keep cutting out things because you think that's going to be better for you. But in the end, like every food is okay. Like obviously there's some people who are intolerant to things or like your celiac and obviously cannot have gluten, but there's no food that's like inherently bad. And I'm sure people will disagree with that, but, like, everything in moderation. Like, you don't have to, like, never eat sugar ever again, but also you shouldn't have it, like, as your whole meal, every single meal. Like, I mean, those are two extremes, but there's, like, some people that are, like, well, like, white sugar is so, so bad for you and it's going to cause all these problems and blah, blah, blah. And it's, like, it may cause problems. I mean, I'm sure it probably does because it's sugar and you don't need a lot of that and it's ultra processed but you also can't cut out things you enjoy because then that's just gonna lead to foods becoming trigger foods and foods you're scared of and like what kind of living is that if you're cutting out everything that's like good I don't know um I follow this Instagram account um her name's Abby 
oh, I don't remember her last name, but she's a dietitian. She's in Toronto and she talks a lot about on her Instagram account about and her blog about how like no food is like a bad food inherently like you should be able to eat whatever you want and she doesn't believe in diets and just seeing like her talk about all of this like very candidly has made me feel so much better about like all the claims I read online because you really get stuck in your head like you read three Instagram posts about oh white sugar is gonna kill you and you're like well I might as well cut it out immediately but that's not always necessary for a lot of people um And I've seen a couple of people that I followed on Instagram. Obviously, I'm not going to say who, um, but they've been going through their own wellness journeys and I'm not going to criticize anyone's decisions, obviously, but I've seen them like slowly start to cut more and more things out of their diets. And it just worries me because I'm like, are you falling into the trap of all this stuff on Instagram or is it like actually under a nutrition's advisement? I don't know, but The whole thing is just scary and I feel like there's so many young impressionable people on Instagram who are going to see that and it's just going to start a whole new wave of like diet culture and young kids which is so dangerous because your body is still developing and you need all those foods and you need to have a balanced diet and like come on the people who make diet videos honestly like YouTube should block it from kids like under 17 because they don't need to see that there's literally no reason okay, maybe there are certain reasons, but in general, there shouldn't be a reason for a kid to just diet for no cause. Um, Yeah, I didn't mean to ramble about that so much, but it just really bugs me. And I also follow a couple wellness accounts and there's nothing like wrong with what they're doing, but I just see them pushing like product after product of some new wellness trend. And it always just makes me think like, does it actually work? Are you getting paid or are you just like happy because you're getting packages in the mail and you want to show them off and you're just like reading what the card said? Like, I just feel like there's so much fake information with wellness stuff going around. And when people are like, oh, like this works for me, it's like, well, how long have you been using it? And like, where did you, where was your wellness level when you started? And like, where is it now? Like, I don't know. I'm not out here judging people but it just makes me skeptical about all the information that's floating around um also because I saw this one um like dessert snack this doesn't really have to do with wellness but it just kind of made me laugh um I saw this one dessert snack being like posted all around Instagram and like it was a huge deal with a couple influencers I followed and I literally thought it was like a company that was around for like a long time and they had just discovered it or they just came up the company just came out with something new but then I'm like looking and it's like their best friend or something that just came out with it and like it just goes to show you just have to like look into what you're seeing I mean there's not anything bad with that but it's like easy to um misunderstand like what you're seeing on Instagram I feel like this whole episode has just turned into all my gripes with the wellness industry which is not really what I intended but I guess it's just what's on my mind today um I'll try to talk about something happy in a second. I also, like, found myself, like, during the pandemic, I mean, it's still the pandemic, but, like, when we were, like, completely locked down inside and there were all these um, wellness and fitness influencers being, like, here, like, work out at home, like, blah, 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 like, you need to stay in shape and I'm, like, sitting 
at home and I'm like, where am I going to work out? <laughs> I don't have space. I mean, I guess there was space in my parents' house, but I was like, I don't want to. Like, I'm so sad of being stuck inside. Like, the last thing I want to do is like put on leggings and a sports bra and like go work out. But I would see like them posting their daily workouts and stuff. And I was like, oh, I can't stand to see this for like the next however many months. And I unfollowed so many fitness people. Not even that I followed that many, but I was like, I don't want to see people working out my feet every single day and like rubbing it in my face. So like, I don't have room to work out and I can't go to a gym. So I mean, it's basically just me being jealous at the end of the day. But um, I feel like the whole conception of you need to be working out all the time, even though we're in the middle of a pandemic that we've never experienced anything like this in our lifetimes. And you need to stay in shape and like you shouldn't gain weight and blah, blah, blah. I've definitely seen that from so many accounts. And I'm like, come on, like <laughs> these are unprecedented times as everyone keeps saying. And we, the last thing we should be focused on is like how, staying fit. I mean, obviously you want to stay in shape and like keep yourself feeling good but you also shouldn't feel the pressure of like oh I need to stay exactly how I was before all of this because we've gone through so much stress and everything like it's just it's not what we should be worrying about I guess but some people feel really great when they work out and that's what keeps them sane so go them but I definitely have not worked out or gone to a gym I don't know when I feel comfortable go to a gym I can't imagine working out like hardcore working out with a mask on and I don't have any problem wearing a mask but I can't imagine working out with one on so I'll just be going for my walks with my dog around the block <laughs> and that'll be my working out for now and hopefully maybe this summer probably next fall we'll be able to get back into the gyms even though they are open I just I don't know I'm so cautious about everything because I haven't gotten sick this whole time and neither of my parents and I just don't want to jinx it and like mess it up at the last minute when everything is starting to get good but I am getting my second COVID vaccine on Friday I'm very excited um <laughs> I cannot wait I'm supposed to see my friends from like socially distanced obviously with a mask on because I have not seen them like actually hung out since la not this past Christmas but like Christmas 2019 which is insane to think about. Um, I saw them like briefly sitting outside with masks on this past July for my one friend's birthday but like even that didn't feel the same. Like you can't really like hang out and I don't know. I'm sure you guys know what I'm talking about. Like it's just not the same. So we'll still be outside with masks on but I feel like it'll be a little more comfortable even though it's going to be freezing when it was like 70 degrees last week which is so annoying but I am so excited about that but I thought I would share a couple of my favorite vegan and gluten-free alternatives because I feel like that's something fun to talk about that ties in um I did not make a script for this podcast I have for the past three because I feel like starting out I was like trying to get my groove and like <laughs> the first time I tried to record the trailer and my boyfriend was there helping me and I literally just sat there and recorded it upwards of 25 times I like could not figure out what I wanted to say because I didn't write anything down and also I don't like recording in front of other people but I needed his help so I just kind of had to get over myself but I so I finally got it but now I'm recording by myself in my parents basement and this one I'm going off script so <laughs> um 
hopefully it sounds a little more real and more like a casual chit chat and hopefully you guys like it um because these are more fun to do I don't know I miss talking to people and as psycho as it might sound I feel like I'm talking to someone <laughs> even though uh even though it's just me but yeah um oh I'm gonna be on a podcast um we're recording it this Saturday. I'm not sure when it's going live yet, but I will keep you guys updated. It's from another wellness gal that I met through that community group, and we are going to be talking about me and wellness and migraines and all that. Um, her account is The Singing Sweet Potato. She has a cool podcast, which um, will be out soon with me on it. So, my favorite vegan and gluten-free products... Um, also disclaimer here i currently still eat eggs um i don't really eat eggs i like bake with eggs because i just couldn't make that jump in the beginning i didn't have to cut out eggs um when i went gluten-free and dairy-free so i just figured i'll take it one step at a time so i'm still eating eggs and everything else so um i eat dairy-free i eat meat sparingly i just like don't really I never really craved meat, but I just, like, don't even, like, the taste of it, the smell of it, like, anything anymore. I don't really know why. This seems like a trend in the past two months with me that, like, meat just is not appetizing, which, I mean, is great for the environment and makes me feel like a much more ethical person, um, but I also don't think there's anything wrong if you eat meat sometimes and you make conscious purchases when it comes to meat, so little disclaimer there. So with baking products, um, I found Bob's Red Mill was like a lifesaver and I think <laughs> now I have like at least 10 different types of flour at my apartment in the city um, because when I was going through like gluten-free recipes when I first um, started this whole thing, there were like every recipe asked for a different kind of flour and I love trying new recipes so I just kept getting more different kinds of flour and I just ended up with so many and it's definitely not necessary if like you're not into cooking and like trying new recipes and stuff and you're just kind of going for the basic um you literally could just get gluten-free all-purpose flour and probably like almond flour would be a good one and you'd be set but I have like coconut flour almond flour gluten-free baking flour gluten-free all-purpose flour rice flour I don't even know every kind of starch too like potato starch arrowroot starch cornstarch whatever else there is um I've found that that was basically the bulk of like gluten-free baking was just getting all the flours and everything else was basically the same um found that xanthan gum which I did not know was a thing um I didn't even know it existed actually and that has been in a lot of recipes um it's like a thickener because gluten-free flour does not thicken because it doesn't have the gluten in it which makes it like get stretchy and rise not rise but like puff up and thicken when you bake it um so definitely get that if you're going gluten-free and also be aware <laughs> if you're trying to make a roux it does not work with gluten-free flour because there's not the gluten in it to make the roux what it is and it doesn't thicken anything which my mom and I found out the hard way when we were making a soup that called for one and it literally just became runny soup with chunks of flour <laughs> 
which is not good at all. So definitely check out Bob's if you're going gluten-free. They're also a really cool company and they are mostly employee-owned. So for personal care products, I have talked a lot about it on Instagram and I think it's basically become my personality trait, but I love 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 cococine products and actually this month i'm gonna have a blog post up about my skincare routine which i feel like is the most cliche annoying thing to be like i know you guys didn't ask for it but like here's my skincare routine <laughs> but i feel like these products are so good this is not sponsored at all i kind of wish it was because i love them so much um but these are the first products to literally ever work for my skin and make my skin clear. I've always had like small breakouts everywhere and I feel like it's just never been clear and glowing and even and all that but these products have like drastically changed my skin and I've been using them for I think about like four months now so I'm gonna have a whole post up about that. I am still kind of figuring out other personal care products. I found that the Hello brand um toothpaste is really good i use a bamboo toothbrush and reusable cotton rounds and everything else is like kind of the same i'm still kind of working towards all of that i realized a couple months ago when the cococine products started working for my skin that the past year like i've cared so much about like my internal health and i haven't really been focusing on like my external health so like my skin my hair like my teeth i mean i care about my teeth but you know what i mean so i've been going through all of that i have a whole section on the website called favorites where you can find lists of my favorite products because i'm just like mentioning my tops on here you can find long lists of all of it and there's also a post under the our planet tab that has a whole whole list of sustainable switches per area of your house and routine so you can find a lot on there some of the products i am not currently using but i plan to use when my um current items run out so i can't attest to all of them but the ones that i haven't used come from personal recommendations so i would give them a shot if you're looking for some new switches um drinks i So for drinks, I don't really like drink a lot of other things besides water, but I found a adaptogenic um, mix at the grocery store that I've just started using that has a lot of really good stuff in it. I don't know how to pronounce most of them, but I did research it and it's a really good brand. I will um, put the name in the caption below of it. So I drink that in the morning um, with my breakfast and then before I eat, I drink a mixture of water, apple cider vinegar, and vitamin C powder, which is just good. And I had, didn't do the whole apple cider vinegar thing before. And honestly, I just started like four days ago. Um, but my stomach has like kind of been a mess and I was reading about it and I was like, okay, maybe this will help. Like so many people do it. I guess I'll give it a shot. So I'm currently giving it a shot and I will report back next week. And for oh and also for drinks um love kombucha love like any probiotic prebiotic drinks also the kulina drinkable like yogurt things are to die for the passion fruit flavor and the pina colada ones are so good they also have like a salted caramel mocha but i don't do caffeine just because um gives me migraines so 
that one's probably really good too so you definitely have to check them out if you've been like trying to find something to drink in the morning and for vegan dairy this is like my place um i've tried probably everything on the market actually not everything i've tried basically everything whole foods and giant has to offer when it comes to vegan dairy but hands down the best sliced vegan cheese is this brand called parmella which i never heard before and then like randomly it popped up in whole foods and it's so ridiculously good the smoked gouda one i feel like actually tastes like cheese and it doesn't have a slimy texture and like when you bite into a piece it like mimics the texture of cheese so definitely check that out i also love the violife um vegan shreds those are really really good they melt pretty good and the violife um parm blocks that's probably like the closest vegan cheese product to like actual cheese of any brand and i'm really bummed because i used to get the miyoko's vegan mozzarella but somebody told me that they just changed their formulation and now it's like low-key kind of bad um <laughs> it doesn't melt as well and if the texture is just funky so yeah kind of bummed about that so if you know a vegan cheese or a vegan mozzarella that's also soy free please let me know because i want to find something new because i miss the miyokos one for bread and pasta i love the brand three bakers gluten-free i actually found it at our local health food store um in pennsylvania but i'm sure it's carried other places and it is so good i mean the slices are still small but not quite as small as some other brands and it just has a really good texture i feel like i'm eating actual bread um i've tried the seven grain one and the white one but the seven grain one is like hands down so good and there's a lot of good stuff in there and for pasta i now like have just been getting the barilla gluten-free elbows that are just corn and rice because i'm back to eating um corn rice and other grains which thank goodness because rice is like a lifesaver to eat for dinner at night um, when you don't have a lot of time. So yeah, those are, that, that's really it for bread and pasta. I have a whole long list on the blog um, that has so many other suggestions, like depending if you like chickpea pasta, which sorry, I'm going to judge you, like that stuff is just not good. Um, but <laughs> there's some suggestions up there. There's also really good um, yellow lentil pasta from the nature's promise brand which is not gross and like super starchy not starchy is not the right word proteiny which <laughs> that sounds worse um it's just it's it's better it's a better texture for condiments and snacks condiments i don't know like i get the earth balance vegan soy free butter which is really good i feel like it's I don't notice any difference when I'm like cooking or baking when I'm using that when a recipe calls for regular butter and um I love the Chobani oat milk that's hands down my favorite brand because I was getting Oatly for a long time and then I read some shady stuff about them so just Chobani seems like the good option right now and the Planet Oat dark chocolate milk is so good like it it's just it's even better than regular like dairy chocolate milk um they're obviously it's not like super healthy for you but it's really good the primal kitchens um vegan mayo is really good um i've tried some other vegan mayos and they're always kind of off but that one's super tasty 
and snack wise I'll literally try anything that's gluten-free and vegan um I couldn't even begin to give you a list there's an extremely long list on the blog I will link that blog page down um below in the caption because I know I've referenced it like a million times and I also realized in some of the past episodes I said I was gonna link stuff and then forgot so I will definitely be linking things this time I feel like that was like a good snapshot into my favorite products even though I couldn't remember most of them but um I really liked this whole setup of like a more casual episode where it's just kind of me talking about whatever because that's what I kind of envisioned this podcast to be when I started it so I'm glad it's like making it back to where I thought it was going to be in the beginning um I will see you guys next week with a new episode i promise there will be one next week i felt so guilty when i skipped last week so no more skipping unless something crazy happens if you're listening to this on apple music please rate it and leave a comment about it because it helps the visibility of the podcast and if you're on spotify you can like it and follow which helps a lot too and you can also save it which i think also helps and for all the other platforms if you're listening on it do whatever that platform says you can do um not totally familiar with all the other ones because this is podcast is distributed through anchor to a bunch of platforms if you're on youtube please like subscribe and leave a comment i've always wanted to say that <laughs> um and yeah go follow me on instagram at citrus diaries with three s's on the end i post every single day of the week except for saturday there are two new blog posts every week a new recipe journal prompts and mood boards every single week it's really fun um i'm looking to connect with more people we're almost at 200 subscribers hopefully when this goes live there will be 200 and i know numbers don't matter but i'm just excited to build a little community of people who are like-minded and are really interested in wellness so thank you for listening i hope you found this episode interesting and i will see you guys or i guess i won't see you guys i will talk to you guys or you can listen to me talk <laughs> next week catch you later Bye.